Checkmate. Checkmate. Check. This is the Chestnut Checkers Podcast. Checkmate. Learn a new mindset to create wealth. We need to be more independent thinkers, man. Passive income. Mathematics is precise. A successful business. Chess moves. And money management strategies. This is Chestnut Checkers. This is Armando Pantoja back with another episode of Chestnut Checkers, right? We got Maurice Conaday with us today, yes, right? Cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, right? So how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? That's pretty good, man. So, yeah. yeah so glad to uh, be here. That's great, man. So you got a game tomorrow, don't you? Mm-hmm. Who are you playing tomorrow? The Atlanta Falcons. Are you playing the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow? Uh, yeah, we got All the right. Atlanta Falcons tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, I'm on IR, so. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I should be back either uh Next week or we got the Oh, okay. okay. It's in the air right now. All right, so you're on the injury reserve, right? So you what what did they give you time to like trade more, look into crypto, look into stocks, look into options? Uh yeah, I have more downtime. Uh being that I'm not, you know, studying more film on my downtime. Yeah. You so you can study uh, the charts, right? Exactly. I can study <laughs> charts though. You know, I could um I could catch some I could I could make my little set times yeah, and um yeah. so I can't really complain. Uh anytime I could use my time wise there. So I, I can't complain about that. How has it been treating you so far? Uh, I've been good. So uh, I actually started um, last year. So I opted out last year. Um, you know, I, I had a newborn last year, so yeah, I was yeah, 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 comfortable with doing that. Yeah. So uh, I, I had a lot of off time last year. And um, yeah. I started last year when the market um, went down, down. Yeah. I remember it was like February 20th, and I just seen it just start sinking, sinking. Then I just went down to um, – I think March was it like? Yeah, it was March? the lowest. It was like March, April. It got real. Yeah, low. it got like Bitcoin got everything went. Yeah, low. it, it went like super low. So I'm, like, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, man. I, I wonder if I uh, I'm gonna get into stocks. Like I just yeah, kept yeah. having this feeling. I kept hearing you talking about it. And I'm like, man, this should, this is like a great opportunity for me yeah, to do it. it. So, man. um, I started with uh, I started with you know a little day trade here and there, yeah. and then I heard about options. You know uh, the call and puts. The game so, changer, right? Game changer. <laughs> so my uh, so the money, like for instance, if it went up uh ten percent, usually on um on my regular day, now now I'm up a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I thought my phone was broke. I got scared <laughs> a little bit. Like, That's what happens, man. When the first time your option hit. You get man. scared. You're like, ain't no way, money. Because my phone was broke. Like, it's money. That's easy. It's you no start way. getting, yeah, it's crazy, yeah, right? It's no way. I'm like, man, that's what people been doing. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm out here cracking heads with people. <laughs> this is how people making money. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a um, eye opener for me last year for sure. Yeah, I think it was for a lot of people, man, during yeah. that pandemic. And then uh, Dodgecoin, I know a lot of people went crazy on it. Yeah, GameStop, yeah. Uh, Bed Bath Beyond, I, I got in on that one. That's one that that's yeah, one yeah, I did yeah. catch. That, oh uh, that yeah, pop. yeah. I, I ain't catch uh, GameStop. Yeah, I, ain't, I mean, I didn't get the game. I ain't, man, I ain't that was it. man. That was, I was that, sick. I know, man, because people was telling me about it though before it happened, and I was like, man, ain't nobody gonna buy GameStop. Come on, man. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Didn't stop. No, it like, didn't you know, stop. you feel like ah, oh, it's, it's, it's too. Yeah, it's too yeah. Like, it's, why would I do that? Like that. That's not smart. Like there's no way it's gonna. It keep got going from up. like uh, it went from like five six dollars to like 50 60 and i was like i was like come on man it's already up like 10 times it ain't gonna go up no more it kept going every day man kept going yeah i remember that (laughs) so yeah i at least i uh caught that bad bad for you so yeah i couldn't have been too mad all right man so let me let me tell you a little about your background man because i want to know i want to know what kind of different people get into stocks and crypto right so Mm -hmm. what, what kind of background you come from middle class you know where'd you come from uh, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay. uh, like a 
I was born in uh, Petersburg, Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah, I was born in Petersburg. There. Yeah, but I don't remember. I was a baby. Oh okay, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. That's I was, uh, so yeah, middle middle class Richmond, Virginia. Uh, okay, um, you know, I never heard anything about stocks. Yeah, so uh, yeah. even in class and anything that I had going on, like really as I was younger, I I heard nothing about stocks. Yeah. And um, so I mean, I would I would would imagine that my dad or my any one of my parents was into it, like how everybody is to now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it, you know, we, we really blessed in this um, time frame to yeah. be able to have, like, platforms that, multiple f- platforms that we could go to to actually trade stocks because a lot of people didn't have this. No. You know, um, and had the opportunity to. I mean, when I started, man, I started being in stocks for, like, 12, 13 years. And the good thing about now with Robin is that they used to charge you fees to trade. Yeah. But it needs to be high. Like you, let's say you were trading like $200. You couldn't trade two, $300 back then. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because let's say if I want to trade $300, well, I got to pay 15 to buy the stock and 15 to sell the stock because that was the fees. And then Robin, don't, it came out and changed the game because there's no fees. Yeah. But it was fees. Like just the, any, any stock purchase, you got to pay for, uh, $14.95. Oh, anything, doing this. Everybody was doing that That's back then. Crazy. That's why the, the boom came. Right, is that before it, nobody people could, you can't trade five hundred dollars? That's yeah. thirty. That means you got to make thirty. Uh, what? What? What is that? That's like eight uh, percent just to break even. Yeah, it's crazy. So then Robin came out and said, "Look, man, we ain't gonna charge no fees." Then all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Well, we can trade fifty, sixty, a hundred dollars mm-hmm. now." Then because all the banks. No fees. Then all the banks started. They start doing it too. That's crazy. Yeah. So they could have been doing that the whole time. They could have been doing it the whole time, man. <laughs> so. That's that's what was keeping a lot of people out from it. So in the mm-hmm. last three, four, five years, they changed that stuff. So now everybody, people start trading little amounts and start realizing the profits. Then they're able to put more and more in. Yeah. It's hard to like, you know, you never done anything before and you got to trade five thousand before it's even worth it. And most sure. people are gonna be like, I ain't even gonna try that. Yeah, that's you know? that's for anything in life. You yeah, you never did some. You you have an idea how it's gonna go. Then somebody who actually went through it and tell you how it's gonna go. Yeah. And you still don't believe him. You just got to yeah, see Yeah, I know. Yourself. You got to see a lot of stuff for yourself, Yeah, you man. just got to see it. And that's what, it, like like this financial stuff, a lot of stuff you do got to go through yourself. Mm-hmm. So you came from Richmond, Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. So you went to, you went to, uh, you go to high school, you go to University of uh, Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. You get out, you go to the NFL, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're making all this money, right? Mm-hmm. So what, tell me what the biggest shock for you was when all of a sudden you started making this money. The biggest shock for me was Uncle Sam. I ain't going <laughs> to I'm thinking I'm about to, uh, Get get my mom's right and all that. Yeah, you know, I, a whole digit came off of my check. So that's I'm, crazy. Yeah, the whole aspect changed. That's everything, crazy. <laughs> everything changed. I know, and people don't realize, man. NFL players W two, right? Yeah. So w two is the highest tax so, you know structure you yeah. can be under. Yeah, we getting <laughs> everything that Trump and them boys be talking about. Yeah, it's direct hit. I know. Direct. And I I think them some of them tax laws are unfair because what happens? Let's say. It it don't actually hurt the rich people because the rich people are getting their money off of you know uh, investments where they get a lower tax rate. Mm-hmm. It hurts people that's coming out coming out of middle class or coming mm-hmm. out of poverty because as soon as you get that big and I, I've been through this before you know I sold a company and uh you know and, and I got a you know a few million a couple of million dollars and all of a sudden bam all the money's gone and that was like one of the first you know first real money I ever had. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that like you 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 come out of middle class right you get some money and Uncle Sam take half of it. Now what if now th- that was the first time you ever got any money, and that's like that hurts the people that are coming out, not the people that already got it. They yeah. already got it. Mm-hmm. So I, a lot of those laws, man, I think they need to they be like revisited because mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair to a lot of people. Oh, a lot of yeah, that's that's just the start of a lot of laws they need to change. I know. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of them. 
Yeah. Like, that don't make no sense. So uh, you say you trade options. Mm-hmm. You trade stocks too, right? Mm-hmm. So what about crypto? Uh, crypto, I do a, I do a little something. I, I dip and dab in crypto. I'm not oh, really okay. a, a set in stone on crypto. I'm more of a stock guy, but... Lately, I have been messing with crypto since you kept talking about Shiba, and yeah, I just Shiba. keep watching it go up. So yeah, 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 yeah. Can't be uh, naive to the fact. Yeah, all right. So, how you been doing with Shiba? Uh, Shiba, I'm. I've been. I've been doing real. Yeah, <laughs> Shiba's up, man. It's, right now, I think. Let me see where it's at right now. Well, Shiba's. Uh, let me see. Uh, where is Shiba at right now? Anybody know? Shiba. Yeah, I think it's at like four zeros and a five something. Three, so the the peak zero, was at five. point zero. It was four zeros eight, four zeros nine. So it's in a consi- I think it's in consolidation right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. it it'll, it'll come back up. The thing about the crypto market is that when Bitcoin's up, all the altcoins are down. So it's like the money flow. It goes so it flows back into Bitcoin. It flows out of Bitcoin into Shiba and all these other coins. Oh yeah. So it's a little bit low, but. Oh, okay. So, that yeah, so the like, highest is like, like stock and munition bond. Yeah, every yeah, time, that's how it is. Every time stock go up, the munition bond go down. Every time the munition bond is up, stocks be down. It's the same thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that correlation because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think about the mindset of people, right? It's like I got a bunch of sheep. I just made a bunch of money. And all of a sudden, Shiba starts like, you know, like, you know, leveling out or going down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trend Bitcoin, start going up and put all my money in Bitcoin and mm-hmm. wait for it to, you know, Cause you, it's easily it's you just press a button on the exchange, it goes exactly. right in and out. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens to that money sometimes. So let me ask you a question: A lot of NFL players, they've been taking their salary in Bitcoin. Now, would you do it? I've been hearing it, and I've um, been hearing some success stories. Yeah, yeah. I still cannot do it. I no, why wouldn't you though? No. I'd rather uh, because I always rather have a say so in my money. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Our money is like we're not getting. You know, regular, you know, push paper money. Like, we getting blood, sweat, and tears yeah, money. Like, yeah, we've been doing yeah, this since exactly. we was five. So, exactly. I'd rather have the power to do whatever I want to do with exactly. the money. Yeah, yeah. So, if I want to put out my paycheck in the Bitcoin, I'm going to do that. Oh, okay. Like, I'm you don't want to get it initially n- like that. Yeah, yeah nah. So. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah, I need to, I need to endorse my check. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I, I see that, man. Like, I, to be honest, I kind of feel like you. I wouldn't take the whole check. Not the whole check. Not thing. the whole check. I don't think a lot of them are taking the whole checks. I think they take partially and they, get, they put the headlines out. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm taking my paycheck in Bitcoin. They ain't taking the whole check. Even like the mayors, like Mayor of New York, I think the Mayor of Tampa, Mayor of Miami, all said they were going to take some of their paychecks in Bitcoin. People get that confused. They think it's like, oh, they're going to take Bitcoin from now on. But they said they're going to take a few, of, or like weeks' pay. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's news reporters for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's to get those headlines. Man, you know? news. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole other subject. But yeah, news reporters they'll do whatever to get a, a view. Exactly, they will, man. The that's headline will do it though. Yeah, that's all the head. People only read headlines. That's yeah. it. I read the headline <laughs> and I, I click on it. It has nothing to it's do with the headline, man. I mean, to be honest, it's like a financial situation. Like I, I'm, I'm wholeheartedly in Bitcoin. That's what I've been doing for ten years. I mean, my background's in it. I love crypto. I think it's going to change the world. I think it's going to fundamentally change the world. I'm in it for the money, the investment, and the technology. And I still would say I wouldn't take all of my pay into Bitcoin, you know, (laughs) because and it's simple, man. It's because that's not that's not even that's not even like a sound investment pro. You know, it's like you know I know some players do it, and I'm you know I'm all power to them. Oh yeah, all power to them. And I hope they win. Yeah, I hope they win. Yeah, I hope they win. But yeah, that's. But for me, it's like I would like 
like I said, you gotta you gotta diversify. If you take it all in Bitcoin, you don't like further. You ain't got no decision making ability no more. And also, it's all in one asset that can go down tomorrow. Yeah, and then <laughs> you can, then it can run out of it can run out of coins. Like yeah. <laughs> anything could happen. Anything the government can ban it tomorrow. Anything and people don't realize those risks. It's, it's risk with Bitcoin because people see it keep going up and up. Yeah, then they forget about the risk. Mm -hmm. It's 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 fell. Uh, in, twice in history, it's fell like over 70% mm -hmm. and stayed there for like two, three years. You know, so I mean, history Talking may repeat itself. Consolidation phase. That's what I'm saying. Oh, shit, that's <laughs> nuts. I'd have been sick of it. That's what I'm saying. Imagine like you took it at the peak, man. Like you took your wholesale at the peak. Then yeah. the next, like over the next three weeks, it dropped mm -hmm. all the way down and it stayed there. Yeah, like you, like, your money's locked up. Uh, you yeah, even though it's probably gonna come back tough. in three years, your money's yeah. Hopefully, you got gone. some some money on the side or in the wall somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the lock in the locker rooms, are people talking about Bitcoin and crypto? I was just ready to say, in the locker room. Financial talk is not really a like it's not really a a primary thing in the locker room. So a conversation like that uh, rarely pop up. Nobody talks about crypto, Bitcoin, nothing like no, not uh, even stocks. It'll rarely pop up, but we're not having conversations. I mean, if, if it do pop up, we'll have a conversation about it, but it, it'll have to pop up. All right, so let me ask you a question. When you get in the league, do they, do they like, teach you anything about that? Or just give you the check and say, go ahead, man? Uh, do they, like, teach you to have, like, some kind of counseling or I something like that? I have a financial advisor yeah, yeah. that I listen to, and he helped me a whole lot. Rod, Rod Newhouse. Yeah, y'all. Rod Newhouse. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah he, he helped me out a whole lot with my, um, with my financial literacy. No, oh, okay. Sure, sure. Which oh, help, but which, the league don't do it at all. I mean, they do it, but but they give you like you resources. know we, we have a class, and the class when we have it, we just had the longest day ever. You feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we put it at the, the end. Yeah, then we have it at the end. Like I mean, it, it, it's a good meeting. You feel yeah. me? But I, I ain't really got too much for you now. <laughs> we so, got guys nodding off in there, but I'm we, we be fighting, but. What they, you remember what they taught you about? They tell you about like bad investment stuff like that. Like so, we had we had a guy come in and um, he played in the NBA. I ain't gonna put his name out there, but, but he uh, played in the NBA and um, he won him some rings and he, you know, he he was up for a, a few million. Like it, yeah, yeah. his name, like he was up and um, yeah, man. He he told us about this one bad investment that really like put him under. Oh, man. And then, and uh, his guy was the tenant, like his homeboy. Yeah, yeah. Was the tenant, and he was the one who was supposed to be in charge of uh, like the apartments. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever Monta Home Family Complex, it, what yeah. was going on, and um, yeah, they back to these headlines. Headline came out. Um, his name was a slumlord. That he was a slumlord. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he wasn't even the one that was, you know. Yeah, they gonna connect the to the biggest stuff. name. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it came out that he was a slumlord, so he got sued. Oh. And um, yeah. They all, whenever the law the lawyers sue you, they sue the biggest name in the group. Oh yeah. Uh, whoever got the most money. Oh yeah. That that's just like when uh somebody tap your back and then somebody fly out the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like bro, it's a fender bender, bro. Like relax. yeah, but they, they gonna they they I've heard tell and I think uh. Of somebody who uh, like that. Well, I had a uh, a friend that was dating a lawyer. Yeah, and he and, and the lawyer would tell him she was like, "Look, man, uh, she's like, look, when we when we do a lawsuit, like let's say you got a driver and a passenger, right? And they hit that the driver hits a car, mm -hmm. but the passenger had more money. Well, maybe the passenger was a millionaire. The lawyer tried to argue that the passenger distracted the driver so they could sue the passenger because they got the most money. 
Nah. They said they look for that. They'll look for whoever, like whoever, like let's say something happens, whoever in the group has the most money, that's who they're gonna find the reason to sue. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same situation. <laughs> crabs in a <the> bucket. <laughs> <laughs> now Chris had a question here, and what Chris said is that uh that for players spend their whole life and then going trying for the NFL, right? It's a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all the way down. You know, they started five, six years old training. Y'all don't know if you probably started earlier. Yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> so when you finally get to the league, right, and you said that the average lifespan is like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So what what's the exit strategy there? Like how how are you gonna, like what happens if a player only makes it two years? Like what do they do? What's the next step? Or what are that? What is like your exit strategy, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll start with. What other guys uh, would do? A lot of guys um, really have no no vision of them not playing football. So I, know. I can't even tell you like what's the exit strategy because even if you had a mindset like the st- the sport we play, like if you had a mindset of you might not be out there, you're not gonna be out there. Like it, it's really a mindset thing. Like that's why you can see somebody small hit somebody big because sometimes it's not about what you can physically see. You feel me? So, yeah. So, yeah, with that being said, it's like it's it's hard for a football player to be thinking about them not playing football. Yeah. So, um, but if you're smart with it, like as we should be, that's why I have a financial advisor because it put me on game. It it was, um, he put me, like I said, on, the um, financial literacy part of it, and um, what I what I would do, I would go straight into taking more money out my show money account, show money account, yeah. <laughs> and I would trade more. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, cause it's it'll be like nonsense of me not to like really take stock series, and I would uh, I do real estate for sure. Yeah, real estate, man. That's yeah, what that's, I'm it's real estate undefeated. Year. It's like yeah, yeah monopoly. Exactly, like it's, man. There's no way you can keep playing and not buy nothing. That's the like thing that, about real estate. That's nuts. It's almost like, like I like what you said. It's like it's almost guaranteed. Like they, guaranteed. it's only so much land. Yeah, right. It's only so much land. People, the population keep going up is obvious, right? So that's guaranteed, or basically. And no people way. love modern things. Exactly. So if you getting something and you doing a fixer upper or you just building something like it's gonna be a hot topic because you gonna have like modern stuff in there so people gonna be wanting to you know move in exactly man so that's what i'm actually doing because i made a lot of money in crypto stocks over the last three or four years Mm -hmm. and i bought a uh, i bought i actually got i got bought a new condo uh, near the ocean in Clearwater, I'm, I'm starting the Airbnb, and I got I'm buying three or four more other properties. I'm moving buying properties in Puerto Rico this year. Yeah, so I'm moving heavily into real estate yeah, this well, year. You so. know what you're supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, people don't understand, man. Is that we in like with crypto stocks and a lot of other markets, we're in a bull, a bull market right now. Mm-hmm. Bull market means that yeah, everything's going up, right? So there, there's bear markets. You know, yeah. when everything goes down for how long have we been in a bear bull market? Three years. Probably maybe longer than that. So, so yeah, I haven't really experienced like with me having like my money, money in the like in the in the large index like the S P five. Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't been doing that for like my whole career. I've been in the league six years. So yeah, I only really experienced the 
the flowers. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't really know nothing about you know the bear market. I mean, I know a bear market, but I don't really know nothing about like. That's what's gonna shock a lot of people, man. Yeah, a lot of people gonna be shocked because they because people are getting the impression that the market can only go up. Mm-hmm. So now everything makes sense. Well, put the money in there. All of a sudden, your whole thinking changes. Yeah, in a bear market, you like you, it's hard to like. It's two things that happen in the bear market, right? It's that you see your money going down mm-hmm. and people start panicking, getting scared because people always think whatever's happening right now is going to continue to happen. Mm-hmm. So if it's going up now, it's going to keep going up. If it's going down, it's going to keep going down. So mm-hmm. they panic, start selling too early, stuff like that. And what you actually should be doing is buying. Yeah. But that's a, it's mentally, that's an extremely hard Ooh. thing for people to do. <laughs> man, man, it's probably one of the, the first, like, Disagreements me and my financial advisor possibly had gotten. Yeah, so tell so, me about uh, that. March, uh, in March, when we was talking about uh, the market crash, yeah. this was the like first time I actually, not first time I checked my account. Like I, I seldomly checked it. Like before, I had you know this pandemic happened. But yeah. When I had checked it, and I had seen <laughs> how much came out. And that one day, yeah. And then I see how much money I had in there versus what I had in there. I'm like, nah, like you, you taking some money, like yeah, that's ain't, what you ain't said. no way you, you thought he was not, taking it. Yeah, where else is going? Yeah, yeah. Like, he, it, like talk to me, like, and, and then he finally explained to me. So he was like, I know you ain't really trying to hit this, but <laughs> if you give me some money, I can, <laughs> I, could really, I could really make some, you, you know, some real money for you. Yeah, yeah. And um, as hard as it was, it was at the time for me to like actually give him some more money to put, you know, in my portfolio. Um, that was smart, though. It was the best thing. Yeah, I did in terms of my money, obviously, and me mentally seeing it like unfold, like coming through taste. Like, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew how stocks work, but after that happened, like how I seen. How far I went down, and then I put, I could have put way more money than I put in. But yeah. I was, you feel like it, it's down. It's why, hard like, to do like, that. What am I, yeah. Like why would I? You feel like you get a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. So, from me seeing me put money in when it was down, and then it go up, and then how much more money I had before it even went down, I'm like, yo, this is nice. Yeah. Like That's this a, is a, like this is an actual thing. Yeah, but you probably the saying is you buy when it's blood in the streets. Yeah. And that's when you and should be buying. When, yeah, yeah, and that's when people be terrified. To come that's out. when you be terrified, yeah, right? Be terrified. But that's when you should be buying and, and getting everything you can because it's a cycle. It comes back. But everybody, most people fail in the market because they get caught up in that cycle. Mm-hmm. They end up buying at the peaks and selling at the valleys. Mm-hmm. Buying, and they're, they're giving money to the market. The money, just the, give it, just the give market money. moves money around. Mm-hmm. It don't create money. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening there is that people, the people that come in at the wrong cycles, they're buying at the peaks, selling at the valleys. They're the ones feeding the market. That's mm-hmm. what, another term for it. Chris had another question. He said that, uh, that a lot of guys in the NFL are using their personal brands to do things like NFTs and uh, partnerships, things like that. What do you, what do you, what's the, like, talk in the league, or what do you think about that? I think it's genius. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like, tops, like, top desk, like, they, they making physical, like, NFTs, basically. Yeah. And in their name. I mean, yeah, they, they get paid for the like for their likeness and all of that, but. Now they get more power, right? Right they, to the players. Yeah, for sure. If if I can individually do this, that yeah, that's that's a lot of power to us. 
Yeah, yeah. And whoever doing it, I I didn't hear about this before you said, it, but whoever doing it, man, keep keep doing that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you make some money with that one. You ever do, thought anything? You ever thought about doing anything with your personal brand? That's what Chris wants to know. Uh, you know, besides stocks, I really need to. Um, I'm more of a like I said, the the sport we play. Sometimes we'll get we'll get tunnel vision. I'm I'd be so focused on like. How I'ma be doing playing football, how I'ma be healthy, how I'ma be how my family about to like it's just a whole lot of other things I be thinking about rather than my brand. But I should be. I mean and a lot of people uh in the league and you know, the NBA and all types of uh entrepreneurs, everybody, um, taking advantage of the brand thing, which I feel like I need to do a better job. But um, nah, I haven't been really on the brand thing. I've been smart focus on stacking my money to be honest yeah with you. yeah like, i ain't gonna lie to you how old are you 27 oh you got time you got a few more years right yeah <laughs> a yeah. lot more years right yeah so yeah I, it went by fast though six years that's, that's yeah, it yeah it's crazy time goes by fast as you get older yeah i'm <laughs> the combine yeah yeah, yeah it, it seemed like it was yesterday yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy to, to think that i was there seven years like how long does it seem like like three yeah, <laughs> I went six round. He was uh, mm-hmm. I went to it was in 2016. He was drafted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so when you get drafted, like what were you, were you expecting to go to the league? How did it feel when you first, when they called your name out? So honestly, I wasn't. I didn't expect myself to go to college. That's so it. so I played like like my story. My story a little different. Like my path is just a little different. So I was uh. Two years, I'm on JV. I'm looking at all my homeboys, you know, on varsity. And um, so I wasn't really a guy to, that people talked about for real. This is in the 10th grade? Yeah, this in the 9th oh. and 10th grade. Ten. I'm, on, I'm on JV. Oh, you know, okay. I, So um, I go to varsity, and uh, they move me to quarterback. Yeah. Uh, like middle of the season. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that, that's a big jump. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> two years, two years, JV now in the varsity quarterback. <laughs> so, um, first game I started, uh, it was a high snap, I took a ninety-seven. Oh, man. yeah. So it was like, yeah, it just ain't ain't look back from there. So, um, and then college came. Um, I wasn't, you know, highly recruited. wasn't a, you know, a big name guy. And then same with the same with the league. So, my grades really, I didn't. I want like a, a a book. Where I'm from, like I really didn't know how at a disadvantage like I was and like the people I grew up around until I seen some high schools out here. These high schools out here, they they like yeah, yeah they're different out here. They got they got thirty squat racks <laughs> in the weight room. You feel like. And, and I'm five a, and we got well, we we had like three squat racks, and I I'm not even exaggerating. Like we, yeah. we we legit had three squat racks. Anybody who know me watching this, y'all can stamp that. <laughs> like we had we had three three squat racks. So um, and then I seen they had they had green screens. They was getting shown how to program uh video games. They well, I, none of that. No, yeah, none of that. Yeah, none of that. Like so, it, the only option is like really like. If you see somebody with a cool car, sit, sit, trying to see what what they do, or play football, yeah, yeah, or play basketball, or like you know, do something 
sports wise, because really it was nothing else besides like I even know some smart people that went to high school with me, and they didn't have the opportunities all them other people had. So that's what I'm saying. Man. They they didn't know like after they got their college degree, because. Cause it start when you small, like yeah. so when they they got their college degree, they they didn't even know like really know what to do. Cause they you know, know you know you get your regular college degree, you you not really the problem. You're not going into your field, like when, yeah, you, when yeah. you about to get a job, you're not going into your field unless you get a master's. Now now you know that's a that's a different conversation. But yeah. your, your regular degree, you're not about to go into your field. So yeah. a lot of people don't know what to. It's because they go from like high school and you like like well, the thing about like that college that, that school system is that it like it rewards you for being conforming. Yeah, it rewards you to like don't to do what do we want do exact turning your homework have it this way have mm -hmm. it that way so you get rewarded all the way you twenty two when you finally get out of school mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it flips. Yeah, you ain't you rewarded in real life for not conforming. Mm -hmm. You know, for real. So, so now they're like they're like man, what like what like oh man, what happened now? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, all this time I've been conforming. Now then they start getting angry, confused. They don't know what's going on. Then that's why all of a sudden you see that flip. Yeah, you know all those people that were smart. All of a sudden they not they're struggling. And people yeah. that was like the outcasts in school, the people, the teachers that they all Them of a sudden they start. Succeed. They the ones start yeah. succeeding. Yeah, yeah. That, that says a lot about the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot about it. Yeah, and that's a uh, that's an actual uh, trial that we lived and see. Like that's not yeah. something that you can be like. Uh, that's not a fact. Like, yeah, you see it. Something, yeah, we yeah. see it. Like you've seen it in your generation. Yeah, seen yeah, it in exactly. It's the same thing. Exactly. All right, man. So, uh, so anything else you want to add here, man? Anything you want to tell everybody? Like. I, coming from where you come from, middle class, learning about options, learning about stocks, anything you want to tell people, like, like, because we got more people need to get into these things, like you said, right? You said that that uh, you you realize when you made all this money, is this where everybody's making the money at? And that's yeah. been true for hundreds of years, right? The richest people don't they they just they make money passively, they make money through investments. Right mm -hmm. now, we're starting to realize that. So, anything you want to tell everybody? Um, we definitely got to take advantage of the opportunity with uh, all these different platforms. It's not even like a few platforms. Like we got like hundreds of thousands of people coming out every day with a new app that exactly. you can trade crypto or trade regular stock or, you know, day trade or whatever you want to do. So uh, we got to take, we got to take advantage of the opportunity because our parents, I'm sure they would love to have this opportunity and, and unfortunately, they didn't. You know, you know, I'd be uh, teaching my pops about you know, yeah, yeah, I still stuff. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, they, and I'm sure if he knew how to do stocks, he he would have taught me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we definitely got to take advantage I for agree, our kids. Man. You feel me? I agree, man. I, I appreciate you being here, man. I appreciate the conversation. Appreciate sure. everything. Uh, appreciate your time, man. So, thanks. Yes, sir, man. Great to have you. All right. You.